Greetings and aloha, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So needless to say, we are all having a very shared experience as a global community here on planet Earth. And I had a whole series of pre-recorded podcasts, all solo episode podcasts, to continue our solo episode podcast series. And with everything going on with the COVID-19 pandemic, with everybody being on basically house arrest, and just a sense of uncertainty being in the air right now for everyone, what I decided to do was put a pause on all those pre-recorded podcasts have those released at a shorter or at a later time and immediately go into my contact list and start doing interviews with some of the greatest minds that I have had on this show. That's exactly what I've been doing and uh, this is the first episode of many other episodes that I'm going to unroll very, very quickly for everybody. I'm not going to wait a week to uh, unveil these interviews. So today I did, um, not today, but today I am releasing an interview with one of my colleagues, Mr. Coot Blackson, an incredible transformational artist, incredible transformational speaker, author, teacher, absolutely incredible human being. This episode is chock full of incredible wisdom, perspective, insight, and practical advice on how to really maximize this time right now to your advantage, use it as an opportunity, and really come out the the other end of this thing better than you ever were before. So get ready for this episode. Now, before we dive into it, I want to share my sponsor, the company Now Alchemy. Now, before we get into this, I don't know if you've known, but if you have followed this podcast for any length of time, I think you should know by now that I have never, ever had an official sponsor for this podcast that was not one of my businesses, and even then, I haven't really made a significant attempt to monetize or promote anything other than this podcast. This has been 100% free, it's been service-based, and this is just really my contribution to humanity and really to help people uh, better their lives, better their health, and all that great stuff. Now, I've been acquainted with this company, this brand, and the owner of this company. Uh, His name is Archer Love out of Los Angeles. You can follow him on Instagram. If you send him a direct message and said that you found out about Now Alchemy through the Ronnie Landis podcast show, I'm sure he would love to hear that. I'm sure he'd love to hook you up. But I'm also going to give you a coupon code that you can use to go to the website nowalchemy.com and the coupon code is human potential. That's all one word, human potential. And you'll receive a nice little discount. And uh, I'm sure Archer would love to hear from you if you have any questions. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to run you through some of my favorite products from Now Alchemy. I've seen this company from its inception, from its origin point, from the first bottle that uh, Archer gave to me, I want to say about eight years ago at the Air One Tonic Bar in Beverly Hills. Now we're going way back. This is way back in the game. The company has uh, just up-leveled and advanced in so many different directions. They offer so many incredible superfood, concentrated herbal, medicinal mushroom, and nutraceutical supplements, some of the best on the market by far. And they specialize in different things like Ormus, Shilajit, C60, which is the extracted molecule from the carbon, the you know activated charcoal, for, exa- for example, carbon 60, highly recommended for detoxification, radiation protection, um, many other things as well. I just want to go through some of the some of my favorite products. They have a nano enhanced hemp, a 3000 milligram CBD nano enhanced hemp, which is amazing. They have a product called LCM, which is for energy and stamina. And, uh, you know, it's really a panacea for the mind, for the body and for the soul if you believe in soul or spirit-based nutrition. These products definitely have a certain energy and a certain homeopathic effect. In fact, that's one of the cool things about these products is that Archer actually prays 
into them. And this is a real phenomenon. I've seen it with other companies that do this, that our energy, that the, the creator of the products actually imbues into the product itself has an effect. And that's one of the reasons that I decided to partner with this company. There's a lot of great companies out there, but uh, this company and its product lines just has an incredible series of testimonials and endorsements in my own personal experience that I felt like I just needed to share this with my entire audience. Some other cool products that I like, there's a product called The Immortal, which is for immune system support. And that's really their medicinal mushroom product. So reishi, shaga, um, lion's mane, cordyceps, those kind of things for your immune system in particular right now is a great time for that. And let's see what else. There's also an incredible product called the Atlantis, which is an omega-3, plant-based, algae-based omega-3 um, nutraceutical product right there. So look, you can check out their entire product line. Go to nowalchemy.com. Use the code human potential to get a discount. And don't forget, go on Instagram, look up Archer Love, send him a direct message, let him know that you heard about Now Alchemy on the Ronnie Landis podcast show. And I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Okay, everyone, now we are going to get into today's episode with Coop Blackson, really talking about the spiritual, metaphysical, and personal development perspective of the COVID-19 pandemic scenario and how to use this as the ultimate opportunity and catalyst for your human transformation and how to thrive through crisis and uncertainty. I hope you enjoy. Greetings and aloha, everybody out there. Welcome to another episode of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show. And today I am on with a special guest, Coot Blackson. This will be officially the third time that we've done an interview, an interview in the history of this podcast, which has spanned over the last five years. Pretty crazy. Can't believe it's been that long. And uh, we've been on quite a journey and we are continuing our I guess you could call this the COVID-19 series. Um, however, this is, this is much bigger than that. That's a, that's a particular symptom. That's a detail. That's one of the main details in the, the I guess you could call it the holographic um, field of the collective. That's one of the main conversations happening. However, this is a much bigger situation than that, as we've explored in prior episodes. And what I've been seeking to do right now is bring unique minds and unique voices that have a different angle, a different perspective, and a different set of tools. <laughs> so we can really see this whole situation from a full panoramic view, not just look at it from the news broadcast, the fear projections, the misinformation, all the scattered articles that we might be getting on, on uh, social media, describing a different segment of what this may or may not be. We want to get down to reality and actuality, and one of the best people to help us do that and spiritually root ourselves to the ground is Mr. Coop Blackson. So without further ado, how you doing, man? It's good to be here. I didn't realize it was a third time. Third time is the charm. It's great to be back. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> and... Um, Let's just jump into it. Obviously, we're all having a shared experience. I don't think we need to, to set that situation up too much in this interview. Um, I heard one of your recent interviews on your podcast where you did a special episode. I think it was an hour of just you sharing your perspectives on how to really empower people and how to help people reframe their particular situation or how they may be thinking about this. Um, basically, you just you really just shared an hour of your own wisdom. And um, I got a lot out of that. I thought it was extremely beneficial. And you brought in not only some very practical and very pragmatic perspectives, but you brought in the spiritual uh, and metaphysical perspective, if you will. And that's something that I really want to achieve in this, this interview more than anything is to help people understand that you know, this isn't just economic. This isn't just biological. This isn't just about your immune system or something like that. That's sort of trivial compared to the bigger picture. I think that there is a spiritual consensus that, that needs to be heard. And so with that said, um, maybe you can start us off by 
sharing your perspective on what you feel, maybe what you feel the challenge is and what is the opportunity, if that's not too general of a thing. <laughs> we, we can, we can, we can. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Got it. Listen, you know, uh, yes, obviously these are intense times, you know, let, let's, let's not deny. And there are certain economic real realities that are impacting people around the world. Uh, everybody basically is being, unless you're Amazon and you're making tons of money, your toilet paper company, you're making tons of money. Your hand, my friend works for this company that makes hand sanitizer. She's never been busier. So there are certain real economic realities that I think we cannot deny that we have to acknowledge. There are people that are going to die die because they don't have food. There are people that are going to be unemployed. I mean, it just, part of it breaks my heart because some of it I feel was totally unnecessary and there's a whole nother conversation. And so there's yeah, certain health concerns and certain you know, things we need to acknowledge on a human level, um, biological level, as you mentioned, medical level, as you mentioned. Um, but the way I come at it is, is also a spiritual angle. And uh, how I see it is regardless of how and why and which and when and did it happen here and is it this, is it that, the government this, China this, that, that, that. Look, that we will always have to, we will have to figure that out. We will have to deal with it and we'll have to handle it. And the truth is there are so many things that are not in our control to a degree. There are many things that aren't in our control. I wish we could say, well, just think it, believe it and poof, it happens. But there's many things that are not in our control. On one level, we've been saying that these are unprecedented times. You know, these are unprecedented times. And actually, I said that at first because I thought, wow, this on one level, what's happening on planet Earth right now has never really happened in the global scale of sort of the world being shut down, billions and billions of people being shut down at one precise moment. We could go into all sorts of conspiracy theories and go into this and that and 5G. I'm like, got it. That, that's a whole other conversation. Um, the fact still is, when I was sitting with it, I really felt these are not unprecedented times. In that... The uncertainty that we're experiencing, the change, the, the uncertainty we're experiencing is not really, when I really sat with it, is not unprecedented. Uh, the nature of reality, the nature of existence, the nature of the 3D, the nature of the world is impermanent, is transitory, is temporary, and is uncertain. Our ego structures, our sense of self-identity will tend to create structures and can seek to control and make structures out here in the world and trick us into feeling, thinking, imagining that they are permanent when they are not. And so we seek for a level of permanence and a level of security and a level of control out here in the world when the universe on a spiritual level is reminding us that we never really have that much control Anyway, and so I feel like part of the shift we are, we are in right now is a profound, yes, why, what, president, this, that, China, got it. But regardless, there is still a relationship with the experience that we're having that if we're able to frame it in, in a, with a spiritual context, and I think we're able to go through this experience with a deeper relationship, a deeper wisdom, a deeper understanding, and a deeper participation. If we just look at it on the technical level, the biological level, the medical level, the governmental level, you know, I, don't, I think we will, we will miss the deeper spiritual awakening that's happening. I believe that right now we are in an enlightenment process as a humanity. We are in a uh, awakening process. We are in a, uh, uh, an initiatory moment as a human consciousness where the planet itself that is a living, breathing organism, like you and I, we are individual being, Ronnie, Coot, Susie, Johnny, whoever, Donald, you know, blah, Bobby, Mary. As we are these individual humans, we have cells inside of us. I believe we are all cells inside of this living, breathing you know, organism called Gaia, called planet Earth. And I believe that right now, planet Earth, the consciousness of planet Earth is going through its own evolutionary awakening. And you could say is waking up, is in, in its own enlightenment moment. And so it's only natural that 
the cells in the body of the planet, the cells in the body of this living, breathing Gaia is also being shaken up for a moment and that the cells, we being the cells in the body of the biggest sphere of humanity, of the planet, are having to go through our own energetic, mental, emotional, and spiritual and energetic recalibration. And so I think if we understand that we are not just in a economic moment or a human moment, but we are in a spiritual awakening moment about to enter a new era. We are in a moment of initiation where we are being forced to shift from the ego-driven separation, ego-identified paradigm of me, my, you know, separate from nature, separate from the world, separate from you, where we're going to have to shift from the ego-based paradigm uh, where we've so, been so identified with our sense of self as just this mind-body to one that is awake and oneness-based and in touch with our true selves, our true souls. And so in that spiritual process right now, all those places where we have held onto for a sense of self-reference, self-identification, me, my, you know, ego is not really a real thing. We've just become hypnotized to believe it's a real thing. So we are in rehab of the own addiction to our own personas, our own addiction to our own self, our own addiction to the, the illusion of I. And so right now, somehow, the intervention, the cosmic intervention on a spiritual level, that doesn't mean there aren't a ton of ramifications and you know, maybe some things that were not right on a you know, certain level, but on a spiritual level, there is, a, there is an infinite intervention that has occurred and we have been taken to a sort of soul rehab to, and being forced to awaken at all those places where we have held onto for a sense of me, my car, my, the clothes I wear. I mean, Ronnie, I've worn the same T-shirt, obviously. I've washed it, but I've worn the same T-shirt or the same T-shirt or three for the last freaking three weeks, man. You know, all those places where we, we have too. held, all those things we thought defined us, my sense of me, my clothes, how I look, my makeup, my hairstyle, my shoes, my, my job, my title, my bank account, my this, my that, my all of that stuff, which is all externally based, right? Out here in the three-dimensional realm, which is impermanent and temporary and transitory, where we have attached a sense of self to are simply limitations to the inherent realization of what we are. And so as now the world is being shaken, our identification, ego, ego is not real. Ego is just a process. Ego is just a process of identification to name, form, past history, a sense of self, right? So it, it, it's the, this identification that we've had by holding on to the three-dimensional structures out here, creating an illusion of control, an illusion of permanence, an illusion of me, as that's shaken, and now we're having to let go of my job and my security and all these places, now we're being forced to let go. We're being forced to loosen. So now we are going through an initiation. We're going through a purification. We're going through a, a, an ego death. On some level, it is damn, it is very painful what we're going through, and death is very painful, and it is a awakening of the illusions of who I thought I was. Who did I think I was? My house, my car, my this, my that, my... All those false identifications are just stories that we've been holding onto that are being shattered. On a spiritual level, Ronnie, this is a great awakening. On a spiritual level, this is the greatest time to be alive. On a spiritual level, this moment is the moment we signed up for right now on planet Earth. And that's why our souls incarnated right here. Some people go to Peru to do ayahuasca medicine journey. Some people go to, you know, Ecuador to do the, you know, Mexico, do some San Pedro, five MEO DMT trips. We are on a COVID-19 trip. This is, I, I choose to call it COVID-19 soul medicine. It's COVID-19 consciousness awakening medicine. On some, on a deeper level, 
there is something very profound happening right now. And we can, you know, when, when we face a moment of change or a moment of crisis, five, there's usually five stages that occur. First stage is we're going to denial. No, 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 this isn't happening. No, 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 no. You know, we, we try to preserve our sense of identity that is wrapped up in all of this stuff out here. That's denial. The longer we stay in denial, the more stuck we stay, right? And the more we suffer. We're going to denial. Then we're going to anger like, no, this shouldn't be happening. It's Trump's fault. It's Fauci's fault. It's this fault. It's the aliens. It's 5G. It's that. We're in some kind of denial. You know, I'm not saying some of those things aren't true, but they're still in the realm of duality. You will not find true, ultimate freedom and peace out here in the finite. You cannot find the infinite freedom we're looking for in the finite. It doesn't exist out here. On one level, this world is a cosmic play. And the more we get sucked into the play, the more we will suffer because there will always be something. There will always be something going on out here, whether it's 5G, whether it's, you know, billionaire, you know, evil people, whether it's, you know, Mother Teresa, whether it's coronavirus, whether it's Spanish flu, whether it's Ebola, whether it's economic this or stock market. There's always going to be something going on out here. So if you are looking for perfection out in the relative, if you're looking for some utopia out here, it doesn't exist. We live in a world of duality, three-dimensional duality out here. Black, white, yin, yang, it's the Tao, it's physics, male, female, up, down, you know, rich, poor, plus, minus. It's not good, it's not good or bad, it's just physics. The true dimension of freedom, the true dimension of peace is not out here. I think when we can start accepting the nature of this reality, is what it is. It's the Tao. It's the dance. You know, it's the play. And you can see it for what it is. Then you can find, I think, a level of peace inside of yourself. Doesn't mean you're passive. Doesn't mean you don't speak up. Doesn't mean you don't, you know, say, hey, that's not quite right. That's not okay. Doesn't, but, but you can do so from a place of freedom of not getting so identified with the play itself. And then I believe you become that much more effective because you become less reactive, more responsive, more free to enter the play and maybe shift the play. There's a profound freedom. So what starts happening is five stages. We're going to denial. Then we're going to when, when things, then we're going to anger. Like, no, this shouldn't be happening. The experience that I'm having is not the experience that I should be ha having. I should be having some other experience that I'm having. But the truth is, this is the experience we're having in this moment, whether we like it or not. We're going to anger, then we're usually going to some form of negotiation. No, maybe if that, that. We're, still, we're still fighting, we're still resisting, Ronnie. Then we usually realize, shoot, uh, I'm powerless of this situation. I don't know when the lockdown will end. I don't know what do I do. I can't control Trump. I can't control Fauci. I can't control the, uh, what the, then we start feeling powerless. Sometimes we feel powerless, we become victims. Sometimes we start feeling depressed. Uh, but I do believe though, there is something profound in spiritually speaking when you reach a moment when the ego reaches a moment of the edge of its recognized ability to control its life when the ego realizes wait a second i'm not in control i've never been in control when when we start realizing as an ego mm, my ability to run my life is actually limited. That is a very profound moment. And you can collapse into be feeling powerless as a victim, or you can collapse into the source of true power. You know, because you start realizing that your ego and an ego-driven life, which is what we've often been driving our life with, is actually powerless anyway. And so now I think we're being sourced to access in the realization, so the next stage becomes a level of acceptance. Okay, this is what's happening. Then the next stage becomes a level of surrender. And surrender is beyond acceptance in that it is the wholehearted willingness to participate in reality and the opportunities and the gifts and the lessons, the, the spiritual lessons that 
experience and reality is giving us to evolve. And so that is a level of surrender. That's where I think we find the freedom to then let go and realize what is in control. If I am not in control, what is in control? What is the source of all of this? If all of this is uncertain and the nature of life is uncertain, am I able? Because we often spend so much of our time and energy, maybe as children, we were born into an environment that was uncertain. Our dad was an alcoholic. Our mother was mentally ill. She was crazy. Emotions up and down. As little babies, we were a little kind of powerless and we felt out of control as a little baby in our crib. You know, we wanted to get fed and our, and our mom was drunk. And so we felt crazy and out of control. So slowly we started learning all sorts of ways to manipulate, to control, to, to, to craft ourselves, to, if I can control reality out here, then I won't have to feel the pain I felt. I won't have to feel the pain I felt when I was two, when I was five, when I was four, when I was 18. So we've become control freaks without even knowing it. And the degree to which we control, I believe, is the degree to which we limit the grace of the infinite flowing through us. The degree to which we are locked in a pattern of our control is the degree to which we are limiting and restricting the flow with which life's energy can manifest itself through us. And so through this process of uncertainty, as we're being forced to let go of all of this is uncertain, all of this is impermanent, then what is permanent? What is permanent? What is, what is it that doesn't change? What is it that is truly certain? What is it that is real? What I thought was real isn't real. Then what is it that's real? And I think if we allow the process, then much like a plant medicine journey where we have to see through all the illusions and purify ourselves, we get to go deeper inside to the truth of who am I really if I'm not my job, if I'm not my this, if I'm not my that, if I'm not my bank account, if I'm not my future projection, if I'm not my past, if I'm not, if the world isn't what it is, if reality, who am I really? And I believe the realization of that to me, the purpose of life, we incarnate as souls into this human experience of limitation, limited form, so that we can find and experience the infinity of our being in this dimension and form. We incarnate into this human experience because perhaps our souls have certain lessons to learn. And I believe that life is a school for the soul. Every single experience we go through, every single situation, every single relate, every experience that we go through is simply designed for the evolution of our consciousness and the evolution of our soul. But somehow through media and through advertising, what have you, we've been seduced to forget why the hell we're here. We've been seduced to really be distracted by this circus play, this total circus, this Las Vegas casino circus called The Planet. And we've been hypnotized to believe and seduced to believe, hey, 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 you know, if you just buy this, drink this drink, you're going to be enough. We've been, we've, we've, been, we've been conditioned. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. We've been conditioned to believe you're just this mind, body, ego form because the, more, the less we are connected to our infinite selves, the less we are connected to the infinity of what we are, the more we are conditioned to believe that I am just this body. I'm just this limited body that's going to die. I'm just this limited body that is weak and I'm not strong and my immune system is shit and, you know, I'm just this limited little ego structure. Then we disconnect from our divine, infinite intelligence the more we can be manipulated, seduced, controlled, and hypnotized. And that is the moment we get sold a bunch of stuff. And so then we're told, well, if you just buy this phone, you're going to be... Okay, you just, and that's where we get, we get disconnected from ourselves and then we get sold a bunch of stuff and that's when the seeking begins. If I, and so now we've become a, a, a sort of addicted consumeristic culture chasing what we think is going to make us happy, what we think is going to bring us wholeness, what we think is going to make us complete, trying to find what we will never find out here because what we truly are and what we're truly seeking is what we are but we've forgotten. So... Look, I think we have to remember the news on the media. 
I don't want to get too out there right now, Ronnie, but I know, I know that uh, you, you, can go, you can go as far, you, you can know, go wherever you, 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 you want. You, you, you know, the, the news on the media doesn't have an interest about you and me. See, I don't want to mean CNN, all these, but I'm not saying don't watch it, but I, look, I don't even have a damn TV because I think the news on the media is, 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 people say this, is about hypnotizing us. You know, people think they don't really care about you and I being empowered and inspired. Not, you don't hear, hey, here's how you, imagine you, as a, as a reporter came on CNN. Folks, here's how you build your immune system. Do some ozone, take some echinacea, take some colloidal silver, do this, do that, do this, do that. Well, you know, the truth is when I've, I've been exposed, I'm getting off a tangent, but I've been exposed to, I've been exposed to probably three or four people that have had COVID-19 or so-called COVID, whatever it is, you know, some kind of flu, they've been coughing. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I feel better than ever, okay? <laughs> you know, because I believe that the more you calibrate your own immune system, build your own, own immune system, strengthen yourself, the more empowered you become. And I think that is one level of control that we have. So we have to realize that the news media is interested in you and I being afraid. The news media is interested in instilling panic. The news media is interested in triggering your reptilian brain, the amygdala, because the more you are, then you're stuck in survival. Then the more you're in panic, the less rational decisions you're going to be made. The more you can be controlled, the more you can be puppeted, the more you can be fear-mongered, the more you can live in fear, the more you're gonna buy stuff. Yes. I think the news media's job is to get ratings, 100%. to get your, your attention and to get ratings. Yep. And the more we are triggered in a state of survival, the more we're going to pay attention, the more their ratings go up, the more they can sell advertising for a higher cost. So we have to, in this spiritual process, this, I love it on one level. I wish we didn't have to go through this because it's, it's you know, mm -hmm. devastating businesses and economy. I mean, it's like, wow, man, it didn't have to. Be. But on a spiritual level, you ask me, I'm bringing a spiritual right. level. That's right. Yes. This is a very profound process. This is a very profound spiritual training. This is a very profound meditation training. All those times we thought we had to do Vipassana. This is life Vipassana. We don't have to go to Peru. This is life. It's a meditation to say, where will I place my attention? It's a mindfulness process. Where will I place my attention? Am I going to place it on this fear and panic out here? Or am I going to place it on the truth of my being? So we're being forced right now more than ever in this spiritual gymnasium, in, the spirit, in this life spiritual meditation retreat that, that the universe has put us in to wake the hell up. We are being invited to wake up to the truth of who and what we are. Who are you really? And so we are, we've been quarantined to think about who are you? Yeah. Are you just this body? Are you just this form? Are you just this ego that you've been sold? Or are you more? Are you more than that? And so I think it's very powerful that we, on one level, have the opportunity to be, to be quiet. Because usually when we're busy, right, Ronnie, we run around, run around, run around, run around, and we can distract ourselves, distract ourselves with the circus show, the hamster wheel that we're being sold at the casino of life. Buy this, do that, do that. And we love it. We get addicted to it. It's like, wow, we get to run. And then we forget who we are. What we must remember more than anything is that we are divine beings. We are divine energetic frequencies. We are, the, we are at the essence of our being is the highest frequency of consciousness. We are part of the spark of the divine. That frequency that we are, that is life, the same life force that is functioning as sun, the star, as the moon, all of existence, breathing seven billion people, is the innate intelligence that knows how to heal you, is the innate intelligence that is the source of all breath and all life. The more we tap into that frequency, the more our vibration rises. When we're stuck in fear, when we're stuck in panic, when we, when we hold on to old pain, old hurt. So what's beautiful about this time too, Ronnie, is we're being forced to sit still. The universe is saying you can no longer run from yourself. And all those things and all those old, outdated, outmoded survival mechanisms and strategies that cause you to be less than who you are. Because all of those old ways of being are preventing you from elevating your consciousness. Universe saying, that shit ain't going to work anymore. Universe saying, out of love, it's time for you to know who you are and realize that you are infinite. I need you.
to deal with that, people. I need you amazing human beings to deal with those old wounds, pains, traumas that are preventing you, self-sabotaging you, getting in the way of the realization of what you are. Yes. This is perfect. I, I see that as love. Mm -hmm. Love is the impetus. Love is what serves the soul of someone the most. You know, it's the sitting us in the corner and saying, I need you to deal with those old wounds because those old wounds are, are no longer working anymore for the new age, for the new era, for the new world, for, for where we're seeking to go. It's time to heal those wounds yes. so that you're not re repeating those stories over and over again. So for the first time, we're being forced to sit with that stuff, to feel that stuff, to let those stories go, to heal ourselves, to love ourselves. You know, if we've been carrying, so what can we do? Sit with yourself, deal with it. Grieve the old hurt. Deal with the old pain, give your parents, feel the anger, feel all of those things we've learned to suppress that we've been living life carrying, yeah. right? That's preventing us from elevating our consciousness. I say that the days of spiritual bypass are over. Yes. We can no longer, we will only rise to the vibrational, the highest, to the vibrational frequency of what we have not, of the emotions that we haven't dealt with up until now. Because even when we meditate, even when we open our pineal gland, even when we have this great enlightenment experience, we still come back into the human body, and wow, I saw the lights running, and then we come back into the human body, and all the pain, hurt, guilt, shame <laughs> that we haven't dealt with bring us right back down. And it's we're worse. Because we tasted the divine, That's and right. now we're like back in this human form. So now yeah. we're being forced to integrate on every level and embody on every level, in our nervous system, in our physiology, the highest states of consciousness. And so, energy, emotion is energy. Old pain, old hurt, old trauma, old guilt, old shame, old victim consciousness, anger towards parents, etc., etc., old lovers, old you know, children. You know, all of that is a vibrational frequency that keeps us vibrating at a low level. And, and so I believe that the more we hold on to that stuff, actually, from the past, this toxic energy, the more we will vibrate at that level, the more it gets stored in our body as illness, the more it will get stored in our, in our nervous system as a vibration, the more we will actually energetically become susceptible to the lower vibrational frequencies of whatever the hell it is that is going on around in the collective consciousness. If that means it's a virus, then we have now... We're, yeah. If we're vibrating at a certain level and, 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 and an illness is vibrating at a certain level and, and it's going around because we're... we're, you're, we're you're, you're resonant for it, you're, right? Your resonant vibrational frequency yeah. is a match. And that virus, I don't want to say, man, we're talking mystically, it will find you. I don't care. Totally. I don't care what, 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 what you injected into. It totally. will find you as a vibrational frequency to cause you to deal with your unprocessed stuff. Yes. So if you yeah. want true immunity, I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying, you know, don't take care of yourself. But true, infinite immunity is where you clear yourself from those old energies, those old emotions, right. yeah. on a physiological, mental, emotional, heart level. Connect to the source of your true being. Raise your consciousness. The more you raise your consciousness to the high level, because you have cleared your stuff and you are connecting deeply to the source of your being, the more you will vibrate at a, high, at, at a higher frequency and level and vibration, even megahertz-wise, right? Then, as you go out into the world, certain things at the lower frequency, viruses, people, situations, the flu, it, it can't stick to you because you are, you, you are vibrating a whole different level. To me, this is a true source of immunity. To me, real, yes. Yes. real health isn't just up in pills. Yes. Real, real health is, you can pop all the pills you want, but if you don't deal, get your heart, soul, and mind right, you know, your energy will still be low. And so I think we have a profound spiritual opportunity right now, Ronnie, to go within. To deal with our stuff, that's why I say it's a purification, mind, heart, body. An opportunity to connect with the true source of what we are, to really reconnect to that source of what we are. That is the source of all, all power. It's an opportunity, I think, to also remember what's important, you know? I think for a lot of times in the hypnosis of you know, the media, we've 
thought we needed all this stuff. I mean, nothing wrong with stuff. I mean, it's great. But we thought we needed this stuff to validate who we were. And I think as we're just sitting at home, I wore the same T-shirts, you know, two weeks now. Uh, we realized we, we don't need stuff to validate us anymore. In fact, what is the true source of happiness? Mm. And, and, you know, what is, what is happiness? You know, and, and, I, and I told a friend at this time <clears throat> who was going through some stuff, I said, is your Gucci handbag comforting you in this time? Is your Prada shoes and your Chanel dress and your Louis Vuitton bag inspiring you right now? Is your Prada and your Hermes clothes and preventing you from, you know, keeping your immune system high? None of that means anything. I think we're being reminded more than ever what's really important. Many times, I think, you know, even spiritually, you know, we hear about gratitude, 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 gratitude all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ronnie, tell, tell me something more spiritually in mind. Tell me how to open, yeah. my, open my pineal gland. Tell me how to teleport to another. Tell me some, tell me some real, yeah. you know, stuff they knew in ancient Egypt. Don't tell me about being gratitude. But it's funny, you know, the ego, we're learning gratitude. We're learning what is true abundance. Mm -hmm. What is the true abundance, you know? When we had the old life that we had, you know, pre-COVID-19 trip, when we had the old life, I think many of us, I've been there, we've all been there, it's like we're working on stuff and we couldn't wait for that book to come out. We couldn't wait for the podcast launch. We yeah. couldn't wait yeah, totally. till that moment, till we got married, till we met our soulmate, till it was a, till, for that moment. Yeah. When we made the million dollars, where we moved to Costa Rica, where we built the this, where we became the healing center, where we couldn't wait for that. We got the TV show. We couldn't wait for that moment until the ego is constantly seeking, 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 and never find. So what is your ego constantly seeking for? It's always seeking for something, thinking that when it attains that thing, then it's going to be okay. But the job of the ego is to always seek but never find. Yeah, because yeah. the, moment, the moment it finds, it will dissolve. And so it's always chasing. So its job is not to find. Its job is to chase. Mm, and mm, it, it will mm. sneakily always be on a chase, even a spiritual chase from one guru to the next guru to mm. one modality to another modality, to one ayahuasca trip to another ayahuasca to this, to that, to that, to that, to this, to that. Mm. Always something. Thinking is out there. <clears throat> and it's not out there. And so when we were living our lives, we weren't really great. I don't know if you had this experience in moments, but... Mm. We weren't really grateful for the lives that we had. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> always thinking like, shit, this is, I hate this. Always thinking there's some better life somewhere else. When we finally get there, then we're going to finally make it. So we weren't really present with where we were. Yeah. Always wanting to be somewhere else. <clears throat> now we're in a COVID-19 moment. <laughs> We don't want to be where we are now. Totally. <laughs> now, 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 some of us, want to, we want to be where, back to where we were, but, but we didn't want to be there. So now we're here. We don't want to be here. We want to be back. Just give me my life back. So at least the good thing is we're grateful for what we had, right? Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Or we're like busy going, I can't wait till this moment is over. Right, I, want, right. I, want to be, I want to be somewhere else. So now we weren't where we were wanting to be somewhere else. <clears throat> now we are where we are. We don't want to be here. We want to be back where we were or we want to be somewhere else. So now we're never really where we are. And the illusion, the illusion mm -hmm. is whenever we arrive to where we think we want to be, thinking that's going to be it, it will never be it. We're always going to want to be somewhere else. Absolutely. And so I think that the, the profound teaching of this trip, it's a trip. We are on. It's a total trip. We are on a cosmic COVID trip, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. Corona trip. We are on Corona trip right now. It's beautiful. It's devastating. It's deep. But we must use it. We must use everything for our evolution. And so we must. We are on a meditation moment of saying, "Okay, can I truly be fully present to where I'm at?" Can I truly let myself be here right now? Can I truly appreciate mm. who I am? Mm, mm -hmm. Who I am in this moment? Because sometimes, you know, when even self-help can be an addiction. 
Oh my God. Even I'm in the self, you know, I'm in the self help. I, I mean, I've written best we selling both, We both, we've right? both in that field. Even right? self help can be a sneaky ego addictive trap. Yeah. When I finally heal myself, when I finally resolve, blah, 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 when I finally do this journey and deal with that, then I'm going to be okay. Then I'm going to finally give my gifts. Then I'm going to finally be ready to live my purpose. And I think this moment is realizing we need to stop waiting. Mm-hmm. There, yep, is, right. there is no moment than this moment. The only moment is right now and 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 right now. And so we have to ask ourselves, what can I do with right now? The truth is, life will always be, there will always be some adversity in life. Oh, yeah, right. <clears throat> no spiritual practice is going to, to prevent the adversity in life. We have to give up thinking we have the control to prevent the adversity and the uncertainty in life. Spiritual evolution is not the degree to which you have no adversity or uncertainty. Sometimes spiritual, it's spiritual evolution is the degree to which you can be with the unknown and be and dance yeah. and remain open in the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Spiritual evolution and spiritual practice is to prepare you not to get rid of adversity, but the degree to which you can be in adversity and embrace it, remain open and available, and allow your heart to be open to the lessons that the adversity is here to teach you. Then it becomes evolutionary. Then no matter what happens, corona, no corona, 5G, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, to be honest, it doesn't matter who the hell is in power. It doesn't matter what the hell is going on out here. There's always going to be some BS going on out here. We have no control. Trust me, Bernie Sanders being in power, it ain't going to save your life. Donald Trump, you know, Elizabeth Warren, who I love. I mean, yes, I'm not saying there aren't more better leaders that could be. But the truth is, you and I have the power regardless of who is president, regardless of what is going on, regardless of the economy. We have the power within ourselves to choose what will I focus on? Will I focus on the fear or will I choose love? Mm -hmm. Will I focus on the possibility or will I just be a victim to what is happening? We -hmm. can be in this moment and say, why is this happening to me? The world, the powers of be, the Illuminati, oh my God, why is this happening to me? I have no control. Or we can say, why? Is this happening to me? Mm, mm-hmm. As an evolutionary inquiry yeah. into the lesson. Why is this happening? What do I need to let go? So what do I need to let go of right now in this time? What lies have I been telling myself that I know are lies, but, I, but my life was set up and the structure of my life was set up in a way where I didn't think I could afford to tell the truth. What have I been BSing myself about that Now life is forcing me to face. What relationships have not been aligned that I need to start being honest about? Mm -hmm. What do I need to let go of in my life that is preventing me from fulfilling my highest potential? What addictions, mental, emotional, physical, food, sexual, whatever the addictions are, have I been playing out that is no longer aligned for the expansion and elevation of my consciousness this is the time where we must face ourselves this is the time that we must use this time because soon this time is going to be over running trust me like anything all things come to an end and have no fear this too will pass we will go back to our it may not be exactly the same but we will we will not be in lockdown forever life will return to some degree form different but we will go back and i guarantee you this many of us will be like man life is so busy now i wish i had time like i did in lockdown (laughs) (laughs) totally i I remember those lockdown days ronnie where i just could be and and so so what are we doing with this time that we have now let's use this time for the boot camp the being boot camp, the evolutionary boot camp to evolve our consciousness. Because I see this time as preparation. 
This time is the preparation for our souls. Like Mandela, I was thinking of Mandela. 27, can you believe this? 27 years, Ronnie, whoa. I mean, we say 27 years like it's just uh, 27 years. Like it's no big deal, yeah. Look, you and I, we've been in love, I don't know about you, it's been about a month, okay? One month, let's go one month times 12. One month, 12 more of this is one year, times 27, that's Mandela. We all want to be great. We read books about Mandela. We read books about the great ones. We read books about Gandhi, books about Malaya, books about Greta, books about Jesus, books about Bruce Lee, books about Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We want to be them, but we're often not willing to do what it actually takes oh my gosh, to yeah. develop our conscience. 27 years for Mandela to find within himself to refine his consciousness, to refine his vehicle so that he could be the highest vibrational vessel of forgiveness, love, and compassion. This is greatness. Freedom is not free. That's why I say we are being initiated. And the more we're willing to say, okay, it's hard, but I'm willing to participate. We've been quarantined. I, I, I looked at a picture yesterday of Mandela's cell in Robben Island. Ronnie, this is no joke, man. A tiny cell, no parent. You and I, you're in Sedona. You've been quarantined to Sedona, brother. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, I mean, look, <laughs> that is hell. You've been quarantined to Sedona. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona at my house here, quarantined here. But the fact is we've been quarantined to our couches. Mandela quarantined to a tiny cell for 27 years. Can you imagine the elevation of his consciousness? So if anyone is feeling discouraged at this time, that's greatness, moment to moment to moment. Yeah. Sure. Could you imagine where he must have gone within himself to cultivate mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. compassion to not come out of prison and want to kill everyone? Yeah. I mean, that is power. Yeah. That is soul force. So I say you and I, we're being developed right now. We're being prepared by the cosmic chef. We're being prepared to serve to the world. The more, let us surrender to the process. Yeah. If that means humbling our egos, if that means letting go of control, if that means digging deep, if that means during this time writing our books and meditating, let us do the work like a caterpillar that has to enter the cocoon. Caterpillar is crawling around on the floor thinking it's big cheese. The caterpillar crawling around on the floor thinking life is good. This is up the best caterpillar on the planet. There's nothing else until it enters the cocoon and this metamorphosis morphous process happens. It thinks it's dying. It thinks it's losing itself. As it's in the darkness, it can't see what's on the other side, but it has to shed the old layers, shed the belief systems that no longer serve, shed the old self. It has to shed in order for it to break out of the cocoon so it can fly because its ultimate destiny is not to crawl on the floor. Our true destiny is not to crawl on the floor and be little sheep. Our true destiny is to fly like infinite beings. We are in the cocoon right now, my friend. We are in the cocoon right now. We must do what it takes in the cocoon because when the cocoon breaks open, and it's gonna break open, if we haven't done what we need to do, universe is fly, we're gonna fall flat on our faces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, we, when we crawl, because most of us, we've been crawling up until now. Yeah. Uh, some of us doing okay crawling. Some of us crawling faster than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ronnie, you're a pretty yeah. fast crawler, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. <laughs> I, I've been crawling pretty fast, but now the universe is saying, no more crawling. Yeah. We need to fly. Mm. And so, will we fly is the question. To me, it's what we were born for. It's what we're, it takes courage to fly. It takes courage to be who you are. It takes courage to share your gifts. It takes courage to love when you've been betrayed. It takes courage. Yeah. This is what is required now. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't take courage to be an angel in the sky. They, their feet don't touch the ground, mm. you know, or be a superhero in Marvel comics. They're not even real. <laughs> it takes courage to live in this world. Not on the mountaintop in the Himalayas, not in some rarefied fourth, 17th dimensional realm, but in this world with its messiness, yeah. with its divisive politics, with its unfairness, with its Illuminati, with the good and the bad and the up and the down, and say, you know what? I can't control these things. 
I don't know what's true and what's not. But what I do know is who I am. And what I am is infinite. What I do know is that I will stand for love. Even in a world that is sometimes unfair. I will not let the world determine who I'm going to be and how much I'm going to love. And what we all, my friends, have the power to do is to love. They can take away many things from you like they did from Mandela, but they can't take away your commitment to love each moment. So are you loving right now, even in this moment? They can, they can cancel events, they can postpone this, they can postpone that, but they can't cancel your choice in every moment. Fear or love? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, this is the moment. This, to me, this is the moment, Ronnie, we've been born for. Yes. Like, that, this, this is real, man. This is it. This, yeah, is, this is actually real. Every, I just want to add this piece in. I, I've been, you know, we've been in the spiritual world. I mean, you know, your history is a little bit longer than I, mine, but in the last 15 years of being in the, the so-called spiritual communities and, and all, the, all the things that go around and the behind the scenes and, and the comfort of spirituality, I would say, especially in Los Angeles, um, now it's real. You just said something very important I just want to highlight because when this all happened, I had the palpable sense and I started sharing with a lot of friends like, now we're going to see what all those medicine journeys led to. Now we're going to see the, the, the value of your philosophy in action. Like there is no luxury anymore. Now, no, no, no faking it. That's it. No fluffing. Do, do, do you believe it or not? Is it theory or not? That's now right. is the time we put it to practice. Now is the time to talking is done. Now is the time to live it. Are you going to love like Jesus? Or is that just, you're just going to worship Jesus? Right. Are you going to love like Buddha? Or are you going to be present like Buddha? Are you going to be courageous like Gandhi? Or is that just some philosophy? We are being called to step into our greatness. This is the opportunity. So you can see this, oh my God, the world's coming to an end. Ah! To me, the pandemic, or whatever you want to call it, is just a portal to greater possibilities. Mm -hmm. It's a portal to the next version of you. It's a portal to the infinite reality of what you are. And this is the time, like, I talk about God, I talk about the divine, I talk about infinite spirit. This is the time to know and be it. So totally, you, we have to know at this point. If we don't know something, then how the hell are we gonna move through something we don't know? Yes. And so, look, we don't have control over many things. We can't control Trump. We can't control Fauci. We can't control this. We can't control that. But I would invite each person right now. What matters? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? What are we going to What are you going to do right now to make a difference, to be a leader? You don't have to feel powerless. What will you do right now? Maybe it's posting a video, making a video. Maybe it's just saying, you know what? I can't change the world. Yep. But I'm going to reach out to three people that probably are alone. They're in America without any family. I'm going to just reach out. That's not to be some big thing, save 5G. I mean, do your best. But I'm going to pick up the phone and call three people that maybe no one even cares about. And I'm going to say, do you need anything? Right. That is more profound than some Kunda Shakti opening meditation. Love in practice, you know, and say, hey, how are you? Do you need anything? Can I help you? I'm thinking of you. Someone's thinking of you. So I'd invite every person to go, okay, how can I live my love now? How can I be of service now? How can I be an example of possibility now? A lot of people have been buy buying into the panic and the fear that the media has been spreading. That is a great hypnotic tactic of the media. And I think if you're a true spiritual being, spreading fear and panic serves nothing. Yeah. If you want to really make a difference, I think we have to be a sane, calm source of knowing at this time. First, we have to connect to the truth inside of us, but be the example of possibility and live that so those around us can feel that presence, so those around us can be inspired by who we're being. 
And I think that's what we can do, live by example during this time. So I'd invite each person to sit with, what will I do? What actions will I take every day? You know, stay in a state of gratitude for who you are and what you have. Spread love each day. Keep your immune systems high. Envision what kind of future do I want to create? Because we are all without intention, with our thoughts and our actions, going to be the ones that will co-create the future that will be different. But it doesn't just have to be like different, like we have no choice in the matter. It can be different if we all do our part. And so it is not an easy time. But it's okay, Ronnie. You don't go to yoga class to sit there and go to sleep, right? You don't go to the gym to just like sit there and fall asleep. You go to the gym to lift those weights. Right. And sometimes the weights are heavy. So we have some heavy weights to lift now. But those heavy weights develop soul force. Yes. So this is our time. Mm-hmm. Extremely beautifully put. I appreciate everything you've said. And there's actually a number of, of really incredible little segues that we could have gone on, but I think this was absolutely perfect. And I know we're reaching the top of the hour. One perspective, I just want to drop into this, this pot based on one of the things you said, there were two things in particular, but um, you mentioned, you know, you brought up like ayahuasca and these different things. And I just want to say the the relativism and the mirroring effect is apt. And you, you brought this up that COVID-19 is like, a shamanic experience and that's that is the insight i had and i thought wow i have had many ayahuasca experiences five amio iboga countless you know psilocybin experiences and these are things that i've researched and experienced through shamanic um, rituals and one thing i can say for sure is the one thing you do not want to do is to resist if you if you go and you take that in and the onset happens and you freak out and panic and start resisting, that is what Terrence McKenna called uh, uh, a dark night of the soul, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I just want to provide that little, that little drop in the bucket because if we can reframe our perspective of what's happening, it changes the experience of it. Um, Absolutely. I, yeah, I just want to share that. Yeah, can I can I share an invitation to oh, those as a gift? Yeah, please. You know, look, like I was thinking, you know, uh, about a week ago, Ronnie. What can I do to 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 be of service to my community at this time and and those uh, uh, my audience and just just to be of service at this time because I think this is a time of how can we serve each other? And so I felt I felt like what we need to develop is courage. You know, at this time, a lot of people are going through a lot of things, and and so I decided to create a free six week course just as a gift basically to the world and, and community It's live with me on zoom every Saturday for about three hours deep. Like we go deep and I just wanted to, for me, I just felt like it was one way that I could just be of service to anyone that wanted to be of service mm-hmm. wanted to, that was going through some challenging times right now, which is probably everyone. Yeah. And so I created a, a course called the courage course. And if folks want to sign up, it's free. Um, what I decided to do was just make it donation based primarily for 100% of the donations. Um, I wanted us to make a difference. So 100% of the donations go towards feeding kids oh. at no, at no at no kid goes hungry.org. And so, uh, literally in a week, less than a week, we have about 500 people signed up. We raised almost 17, $18,000 wow. in about five, six days. Wow. And so I think it just goes to show even and these are just you know, little donations here and there. And I thought, even in the mo- even in this moment, let's let's try to make a difference because there are, I think, you know, kids in need right now whose parents have gone through things, and it's not their fault they're in the situation, but they're not going to be able to eat. And I thought, wouldn't it be beautiful to find a way to make a difference? So anyone that wants to participate this Saturday, I know this is on Facebook Live, uh, this Saturday the tenth, I think is. Um, is it the 10th or 11th? Is the 11th. The 11th of this Saturday is week two. So we just started it. So we're going to keep it open uh, probably till Sunday. So if you want to go to www.thecouragecourseonline.com, make a donation. If you can't, that's fine. If you can make a donation, big or small, everything goes to, to, to these kids. And we're going to keep it open for another week. We'll send you the replay and we'll journey together. Oh, so cool. Weeks. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. And in... I feel like, and I'm sure you can attest to this, when we're getting really self-focused and we're, it's all about ourselves, we suffer, right? So how do we get out of that? Well, we got to serve. We got to help. We got to change the focus. How do I serve? How do I help? And all of a sudden, that soul force that you speak about, 
it comes online, but it's interesting how it doesn't seem to come online as palpably when the magnifying glass is on me and in my little issues. Yeah, when we get ourselves out the way, I think we open ourselves to the bigness of life flowing through us, which is always flowing, but when we're focused on ourselves, the valve is closed. When we open beyond ourselves, the valve is open so that the energy of life, of consciousness, that is always flowing, is now free to flow through us in profound and amazing ways. So thank you for having me on, Ronnie. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you, Coop. Thank God for you. And uh, man, so much I can say. Very grateful for you, your brilliance, your wisdom, and your so needed articulation of grounded and spiritual perspective. So once again, thanks for coming on. And everybody, thank you for um, just putting your attention on this message. Um, mm. Kud is offering an amazing thing. So please check that out. Follow him if you're not already following his work. And um, we're going to keep all these interviews going and supporting all of you. And uh, that's all. That's it. Signing out. Thanks, everybody. Aloha.